On December 12th, 2023, day 19 of season 99 of Learned League, we learned of an invention that was first created by French physicist Jean-Augustin Fresnel to use in a specific type of building. I'm Ben Rothenberg, and I later learned more about the enduring history of lighthouses, the buildings that housed the Fresnel lenses that debatably saved a million ships, and also how lighthouses, while growing less nautically necessary, continue to endure as metaphors. As soon as humans started going out on boats long enough to be out there at night, it became pretty clear that sailors out on the dark water, sometimes under dark moonless skies, could use some help with where they were going from the folks still on land. So guiding fires were built along coasts, and those fires were sometimes elevated by being placed on top of hilltops or other specifically built platforms. Those platforms with fires on top evolved into the lighthouses we now know eventually. One of the seven wonders of the ancient world was a lighthouse, Pharos in Alexandria. It stood for more than a thousand years, well beyond the days of ancient Egypt, but ultimately was ruined by repeated earthquakes. The Tower of Hercules in Acruña in northwest Spain, built in the first century AD during Roman times, is the oldest lighthouse still standing. These early lighthouses, and most lighthouses ever since, serve a dual purpose, welcoming boats into ports and settlements, and at the same time warning them not to get too close to rocks or small islands or whatever else along the coast they might crash into at great peril. Largely unrelated sidebar, the dual opposite function of lighthouses as both welcoming and warning reminded me of the flag of Abkhazia, my favorite breakaway republic from Georgia, which features an open hand in its upper left corner. And that hand is both supposed to mean, according to the Abkhazians, hello to friends and stop to enemies. And yes, I checked, there are some lighthouses in Abkhazia, according to the very detailed online catalog, the Lighthouse Directory, which takes care to note on its Abkhazia page that the Lighthouse Directory takes no position and has no comment on this or any other international territorial dispute. Our only task, they say, is to talk about lighthouses. Anyhow, as sea travel picked up and long multi-day voyages increased, lighthouses needed to be more plentiful and better around the coastlines of the world. Fresnel, a physicist whose work in optics popularized the wave theory of light, invented his lens in the early 1800s to focus and intensify the light coming out of lighthouses. This light, as I said, which had been just crude fires at its origins, had already been focused for a few decades before by people building lenses, but Fresnel's design amped up the power and brightness of these geographic guiding lights considerably. Now to skip ahead to modern times, there's less and less need for lighthouses to help with navigation at sea because of GPS, which tells ships pretty much exactly where they are and what's around them at all times, in any weather, day or night. Lots of lighthouses are still standing, though, and while few new lighthouses are being built compared to years past, lighthouses remain standing and remain popular tourist attractions, with lots of lighthouse history-focused trips around coastlines around the world. But beside being increasingly quaint relics of ages of exploration and sea adventure, lighthouses have a pretty remarkable enduring power, I learned as I looked at this episode, as symbols of safety and shepherding. And this became one of the things I was most interested in as I dug into this episode on lighthouses, just how they endure as symbols beyond their nautical obsolescence. As powerful lights in the darkness, they are symbols of hope and of reaching a destination at last, of steadfast stability through storms, standing and weathering the elements. They're symbols of clarity, of faith through hard times, of assistance, of protection, of someone looking out for you. There are two prominent charities in my hometown of Washington, D.C., which incorporate lighthouses into their names. There's Lighthouse D.C., which helps homeless individuals find housing, and also Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind is another. Lighthouse imagery and metaphor is also common, I learned, in discussions of grieving. 
Safe Passage Urns, a company that makes cremation urns, has a long article on its website depicting lighthouses as guides to shores of a new plane. Think, perhaps, of the body of water being crossed as a sort of river sticks between this life and the afterlife, and the lighthouse guiding you safely across from one to the other. And while we're in this world, in these bodies, lighthouses are popular choices for 21st century tattoos. When translated into body art, according to the folks at CertifiedTattoo.com, lighthouse tattoos signify finding direction in one's own life, making important choices, and staying true to one's own path. There are lots of quotes also out there from all sorts of people about how to be a lighthouse to others in your life. And I like this one from writer Anne Lamott from her book, Bird by Bird, on how lighthouses can teach us to be enough. Lighthouses don't go running all over an island looking for boats to save, Lamott wrote. They just stand there, shining. Thank you for listening to I Later Learned. We are slightly behind schedule. You can probably tell, but hopefully we'll be back on track by the weekend. And the season's wrapping up pretty soon anyway. As always, if you've enjoyed the show, please tell your friends and stay up to date with our output by subscribing on Apple or Spotify or wherever else. And leave reviews on those apps or just the stars. They have a bunch. And if you want to talk more about the show, Lighthouses, whatever else we've covered over these weeks, you can chat with your fellow listeners on the Learning League Facebook page or on the Learning League message board thread devoted to the show. And just one more plug. I can't help myself. I wrote a biography of Naomi Osaka called Naomi Osaka. You can pre-order it now before it comes out next month. A link to buy it is in the description here. And I'd be very grateful to anyone who picks up a copy it comes out next month on January 9th, and that same day, actually, will appear in my Learned League One Day about Naomi. So that's fun synergy there, and if you read the book quickly, maybe it can help you score well. You can email the show at ilaterlearned at gmail.com. Until next time, here's to learning.